Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com Featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith Not just a profile picture For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com And the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website Is ready to help single Catholics take the next step In sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics Remember, CatholicSingles.com For faith, fellowship, and love CMF Curo is the country's first Catholic healthcare ministry to provide an affordable health sharing solution rooted in Catholic teaching and community. Learn more at mycatholichealthcare.com. That's mycatholichealthcare.com. CMF Curo, healthcare fully alive. Well, howdy, everybody. This is John Michael. Does your life ever seem like it's a big discord, that there's no music to it? We're going to be looking at that with this series on the music of the master musician. All things are possible with God. Howdy, everybody. John Michael. Welcome back. We're going to be looking at the master musician and using the analogy, the parable of music, to really be going through our entire spiritual life and our life together in the church in the next series of programs. How did, it, how did this happen? How did this happen to me? Why did I write this book? Why, did, why are we doing this series? Well, one day I was in my hermitage back in Arkansas in the Ozark Mountains, and I was, I was really meditating on Jesus. And, you know, I thought, well, Jesus didn't really do expository preaching the way that many modern preachers do. He doesn't put scriptures together and, and get into word studies. He just didn't do that. As a matter of fact, when you look at how Jesus taught, Jesus taught more from creation, more from nature, more from human behavior than he did quoting scripture. Now, he could quote the scripture. Jesus knew the scripture very, very well. But most of his teaching was not what we today call biblical or scriptural teaching. He used a form called parables. Parables. Now, what's a parable? A parable just means a comparison. It's taking something from nature or human conduct and using that as an analogy, a comparison with the uh, spiritual life, with the spiritual life. So we know in Matthew 13, verse 10, he says, The disciples approached him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. This is why I speak to them in parables. Because they look, but do not see, and hear, but do not understand. And in verse 34, it says, He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet, I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what was lain hidden from the foundation of the world. So parables have an amazing power to 
both explain very complex spiritual ideas in a very simple story so that people can understand it. And at the same time, it takes those who have become what I call educated fools, those who are so stuck in their education that they can't see the simplicity of the faith, and it, it actually hides, because it's so simple, that is hidden from those who are caught up in their own learning and in their own ego. Wow. So parables both reveal and hide at the same time. Well, I began to ask the Lord. I said, well, Lord, if I want to teach like you teach, how am I going to do that? Now, I know that my music already kind of is a parable. Music speaks to a human heart in a way that doesn't happen when I preach like I'm doing now. Something very mystical, something very small as sacramental. Remember the word sacrament just means mystery. So something capturing the mystery of God happens when you sing. Those who sing pray twice, said St. Augustine. But how can I translate that to an actual teaching like I'm doing now? So the Lord said, well, what do you know? I thought, well, I know gardening. i organic gardener. I, I know that. I know how to build. You know, I'm the founder of a community. We built a lot of buildings out there at our monastery. Man, I've been out there with a nail gun and a hammer and a nail and, and laying, you know, stones. I know how to do that. I know how to use the level. He says, now, what do you really know? And I went, well, music. So the Lord said to me, use the parable of music to teach the spiritual life. So it's a joy for me to be able to be in, in the beginning of a series. We're going to be using music and all the aspects of music to talk about the spiritual life. We're going to actually be looking at how do you make... I'm a guitarist. So how do you make a guitar? How do you actually form it? And we'll be looking at that. And then what about, what about this? What about how you make music? All the way from singing a solo to all the different combinations of groups and musical styles through history. Each of these things have something powerful to to teach us about our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with each other in communio, in koinonia, in community, in the church. So we're going to be looking at those various things. Now, let's just start... Why music? Well, there's various traditions in, in, in the religious world. The Hindu tradition, the Sufi tradition, uh, the mystical Jewish tradition. They say God created with music. Wow. In other words, he sang the world into existence. And he himself is music within himself. So that music overflowed. Now, let's think about this. We don't really see this in Jewish scripture, do we? In Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form or shape, with darkness over the abyss, and a mighty wind sweeping over the waters. And then it says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Likewise, in John first chapter of John's gospel. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was 
God. And verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Well, this got me thinking. What is, real- what is the created reality? Music is waves. Waves that we perceive with our ears. Light is waves that we perceive with our eyes. Our tactile feeling. Uh, This iPad is waves of molecules vibrating at different frequencies that create the difference between wood and plastic and cloth and so on. The waves inside of the actual physical realm vibrate at different frequencies. The whole world is music. Is music. Words are music. They are vibrations. And when you are at peace when you speak, everything vibrates beautifully. And when you are not at peace, it moves in jagged edges. See? Jerky. Jerky. So we really want to get to the notion of music. So everything in creation is waves and harmony. I I knew a mystic once who had a vision of heaven. And I asked her, I said, "Hun, what did you see? And she looked back at me and she says, John, I saw color, or excuse me, I saw sound and heard color. I saw sound and heard color. And heaven is where everything is in complete harmony. Well, this starts with you and me. Who are we? We are made up, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, of spirit, soul, body. The body, of course, is soma. It means that which casts a shadow. The soul is the spiritual mind. Suke is in Greek, where we get psyche. And the spirit is pneuma, air, wind, and breath. But we are discordant. We get sin is to miss the mark, hamartia, hamartia. So we get off the path, and we get our we get our music messed up. Instead of being spirit, soul, body, we're body first, and then soul, and then the spirit goes to sleep. Wow, just goes to sleep. So when you bring your whole being to the cross of Jesus Christ and let that old self die, that old incomplete self, that old disordered self, when you let that self die, then you're born again and you become who Jesus made you to be. The spirit is first again, enabled by the soul and in the vehicle of the body. And then you begin to make music. And then we have the fruit of the Spirit. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and mildness and generosity and chastity and faith. All the things that you and I long for so deeply. I pray that as we begin this series that you can just take a moment and breathe. Breathe in Jesus. Breathe out the old disharmony. And as you do this, your life will become music again. See you back here for the second half.
lifts his calloused hands to play upon the strings of the harp of God, a song crafted simply on an instrument of grace, making melody for love and a symphony rises. Like incense from cathedral choirs of praise And a symphony sounding Like poetry from the pages Yellowed in time musician has studied hours upon end note upon note page upon page of the masters come and gone and now their classic masterpiece become his constant friends making melody for love and a symphony rises Like incense from cathedral choirs of praise And a symphony sounding Like poetry from the pages Yellowed in time Howdy, everybody. Welcome back. We are going to be looking now at how do we stir up the Spirit. St. Paul writes to Timothy, Fan into a flame the gift that has been given to you with the laying on of hands. One of the other translations says, Stir up the gift that has been given to you. So we have received the gift of the Holy Spirit through which our spirit is resurrected and made first, but... It's not automatic, folks. You have to wake up every day and go, what do I want? What do I, what do I seek? At the beginning of our monastic profession, you know, and I receive them from many people nowadays, I go, what do you seek? What do you want? Every day I have to wake up and go, what do I want? There's this road and there's this road. This is the way of the world. This is the way that leads to Jesus. Which do I seek? So every day I have to wake up in the morning and fan into a flame the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, music is a big part of this. If we read in Psalm 100, verse 4, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Wow. So we enter into God's presence with music. And music that lifts our spirit. Again, those who sing, pray twice. It's like priming the pump of praise. I don't always want to sing. When I go to do ministry in parishes, I don't always want to be there, folks. I want to be somewhere else. I'm tired. I need a break. I need a vacation. I don't like the environment in this parish or in this part of the country. So sometimes I don't want to be there. But I go anyway, and I begin to sing 
and I stir up the Spirit of God. And now everything comes to life. And I want to be there. And I want to sing. And I want to praise God. And I want to bring people into that renewed relationship with Jesus Christ. So praising God, you don't do it by feelings, folks. You do it as a choice. and an act of your will. So music, music itself helps reestablish the music, the harmony within our own life. And now everything gets right. And indeed, if we re- let's look at some further scriptures. In 2 Chronicles 5, 13, 14, music is used in the Old Testament to stir up the mystical presence of God. It says, When the trumpeters and singers were heard as a single voice, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. And when they raised the sound of the trumpet, cymbals and other musical instruments to, quote, praise the Lord who is so good, his love endures forever, end quote. The cloud filled the house of the Lord and the priests could no longer minister because of the cloud since the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. That cloud is used in the Old Testament as a symbol of God's mystical presence. It's used in the New Testament as well. The cloud of unknowing we hear in our Christian mystics. This cloud, but get this, they were so overwhelmed by the Spirit of God, even the priests had to stop and just go, There's a wonderful story of Brother John of Alverna. He was a priest. And he got into the middle of the consecration. And the reality of the consecration so overwhelmed him that he went into a rapture. The cloud of the glory of God filled the altar, his life, his soul. And he just had to stop and go. And he went into a rapture. Sometimes when Pope John Paul II, now St. John Paul II, was ministering at the altar, he would get so overwhelmed by the wonder of what was happening, Jesus being fully present, he would go into a rapture. And the little guys, you know, who were next to him, they had to tug on his vestments and say, "Uh, Holy Father, there's millions of people here. We need to move it along. (laughs) So the cloud of the Lord fills the town. And it happened through music. It also is prophetic and evangelistic. So music is mystical. It's also prophetic and evangelistic. 1 Samuel uh, chapter 10, verse 5. says, as you, Speaking to Saul, As you enter that city, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the high place. They will be preceded, here we go with music, by lyres, tambourines, flutes, and harps and will be in a prophetic ecstasy. Wow. So the music will bring them into this mystical ecstasy. Rapture. Again, the word rapture just means caught up. To be caught up out of yourself, even while you are in yourself. So it's an ecstatic, prophetic rapture. And the Spirit of the Lord that is on them, will rush upon you. 
and you will join in their prophetic ecstasy and will become, get this, a changed man. Music has the ability to wrap us up in ecstasy, in mystical union with God, and we join in the prophetic gifts, and then, bang, folks, we are changed. A lot of folks try to understand Christianity from the outside out, or from the outside in. They try to read the law and history, and those things are all good. It's not a bad thing to do. But you can't understand Christianity from the outside in. You can only understand it from the inside out. You understand it when the Holy Spirit is in your life. And now you read the Word of God and you go, Ah, I get it. You hear about the church and you go, Yes, I used to argue and fight and not understand. Now I get it. What's changed? Well, the Spirit of God has changed you. Wow. And we know from John 4, 23, Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman, he says, you will worship God in spirit and in truth. And the greats like St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Bonaventure, they say so clearly, you can study scripture, but you're not going to understand it unless you know the power of the spirit in your life so that you understand the spirit in which the scriptures were written. It changes us. So music is evangelistic. I remember in the early days of the Jesus music movement, we would use Jesus music. We'd use rock and roll to reach rock and rollers. And we go to Grant's Park, and we go down to Costa Mesa, and we go in various places all over the country, and we would sing the music that people understood, and we would tell them about Jesus, and bang, they were evangelized and they were changed. Lastly, music is pastoral. St. Paul says to the Ephesians 18 through 20, And do not get drunk on wine, in which lies debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and playing to the Lord in your hearts giving thanks always and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Wow. So, the pastoral dimension. See, we're changed. And we're not drunk on wine anymore. Well, you may drink a little wine, but you don't get drunk. Now you're filled with the, with the wine of the Spirit. And you're changed by singing, by making music. So music, let's think about it. The Lord created with music. He brings even waves, not broken, erratic waves into our life. The Spirit is first, followed by the soul and the body. No longer body first followed by the soul and with the spirit asleep. Now, everything gets put back into order. So, let's pray. I want you to ask, bring your, your life to the Lord. Let it go. 
Let go completely and let God remake you. Jesus, we pray right now. We are discord. We are in sin. We bring our life to you. Jesus, I ask that you would change us, change our discord, move us into harmony, make us into your music again. In Jesus' name we pray. All things are possible with God. in right angles and straight lines in perfect squares and rectangles but look into creation and you'll find the mathematics of the whole ripples and swirls non-geometrical Notes in dissonance may not at first sound appealing, but played in right order and sequence can create a pleasant feeling, making impressions of things beyond the senses. Visible dreams, the spirit's mystery. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at woodhillcommunitycenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit toyotaonnicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at lexusoflexington.com.